Welcome to the show, everybody. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Bar Nana. That is B-A-R-N-A-N-A. And they are the creators of the most delicious snacks you'll ever put inside your mouth. It is a company that I co-founded with my two business partners, Cowie and Matt, in 2013. We're sold in several thousand retailers in the U.S. nationwide in Japan and Canada and on barnana.com. If you go to B-A-R-N-A-N-A.com and use code N-I-K, you'll get 20% off of your very first order. On this episode, I have Ashley Rogers in the house. She is the founder of Spudsy, a salty snack natural foods brand. So kindred spirits in the house. And we talk about just a little bit of everything. So please welcome Ashley Rogers. What is good, Ash? How we doing? Bring it on, dude! <laughs> so, um, so Buff Bake made yep. a bunch of swole cookies. Swole cookies. Swole cookies. Yep. And you did that for four years. Four and a half. Four and a half years. Yeah. So we started years. Buff Bake January 2014. I applied for LLC. Oh wow! <laughs> LLC, California LLC. Yeah. 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 Yep. You know, weird about California LLCs is they charge you like eight hundred bucks a year. Do they? We ended up switching to a C Corp. Right. And that's, I don't do that stuff. uh, My other business partner handled all of the businessy stuff and I did all (laughs) the fun stuff. Well, because all the, because like converting your LLC to a C Corp around stuff is fucking boring. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not doing that. Yeah. Uh, Don't they have lawyers for this? Why am I even thinking about this shit? Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And so you left there and now you're making delicious sweet potato puffs. Yep. So I left Buff Bake. Um, I sold half my equity to my business business partners last March-ish, March, April. Yeah, thank you. And I started Spudzy. So I saw, basically, I saw a white space in the market. Like I saw these people creating stuff that revolved around cauliflower and chickpeas and I don't want to eat those things. And so I created a sweet potato puff because I feel like sweet potato was a vegetable that wasn't being utilized. And yeah, I start. I started with the puffs. The puffs were really trending, um, and still are. And I was shocked when I learned that sweet potato puffs didn't exist. So I became obsessed with the idea of bringing them to life. Well, now you get to live in Groundhog's Day because I'm going to tell you the story that I already told you. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we had a we had uh, the mic drop uh, about ten minutes after recording this, and now she gets to listen to this really stupid story again. <laughs> so when I was in fifth grade, Dirks. Derek Pattinson. Wait, is almost Derek. Derek, Derek. Derek. We can call him Dirk. Okay. Shout out to Dirk Pattinson. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever that guy Hi, is. Hi, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, we play the WWF game with Stone Cold and Hulk and all that shit. <laughs> and we would take the Cheeto puffs and we would just dip them in, in red hot hot sauce and just eat them nonstop. It's like the most unhealthy diet humanly possible. Love it. Do you no. think parents are like more cognizant now? They're like not allowing their kids to do some crazy shit I like think that? so. Yeah. Yeah. With snacking, don't you think so? I think so. I mean, when you're hiding in your room watching Stone Cold Steve Austin, I don't know, but like, <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. They're just a hidden webcam. Like, yeah. are you watching the Stone Cold again? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a lot awesome. of meat Cheetos. Right. So when you're thinking of like, flavor development and stuff, right? So you got the puffs. Mm-hmm. Um, they were having the chickpea puffs, which the chickpea puffs are like, they're okay. Yeah. Um, have you ever had like those dried chickpeas though? Like the, the uh, like Biennas? Yeah. Or the I mean, saffrons? I'm not going to mention your names, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those, uh, the dried um, ones? Yeah. Yeah, I have. Dude, they're so dry. They, okay. So I don't know. it's funny that you bring them up because I just got them at the airport. I just got back from Seattle and I bought them at the airport and it's literally like sand in your mouth. Oh my God. It's not just me. It's no, it's fucking sand in your mouth. Like, Dude. I, I would not rebuy them. <laughs> <laughs> is neither. it rude for me to talk about other brands like that? No, I don't think there's a lot honest. of like, there's a lot of brands that I like, I'm obsessed with, you know? Same. Should we talk about that? We- <laughs> trying to bank some karma right now i feel bad here (laughs) bank some karma no but they taste like fucking sand yeah yeah Yeah. it's really i you know i uh i saw them i'm like oh there's like a lot of protein and chickpeas and stuff they're appealing yeah yeah the macros are good you know and then all of a sudden i eat totally 
dude <laughs> I, I was like where is the water i think i'm gonna choke and die <laughs> like, what's up? totally like, sand in your throat no that's the same reason why i bought them actually i was like okay beef jerky like i need a healthy snack and then i saw those chickpeas good macros like bikini bod trying yep. to get into shape right now summer's and coming yeah and it, they were fucking bad yeah bad. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. bad so when you're thinking of flavors for <clears throat> for the sweet potatoes and of course they have that substrate has a, a baseline taste mm-hmm. um what kind of flavors do you do you sort of think of it like okay we're gonna do some primary research some secondary research yeah taste it and see what works or how do you think about that i mean i kind of do i'm not the researcher i'm yeah. kind of just like the 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 doer i guess i don't know and see if it works like test the ideas that i'm passionate about and i'm into and and see if those work um we started with like the i went basic so i'm like what is on the shelf right now barbecue obviously everyone like loves barbecue and then you need a cheese puff if you're gonna do a puff so we did the vegan cheese and then the crunchy cinnamon well now it's cinnamon churro it literally have you ever been to taco bell and had the cinnamon twist you know i think i may have gotten high once in high school <laughs> and tried a cinnamon churro yeah yeah so but it's a it's a mix between a cinnamon churro and cinnamon twist from taco bell they're, they're <sighs> like amazing so i feel like we needed like a sweet flavor in there just because if you like mm. when you think sweet potatoes i feel like some people think holidays and marshmallow and sweet Oh, right. Yeah. yeah it's so, like a Thanksgiving thing, kind of, right? Yeah. And then the next one we're going to do is a Flaming Hot, because I feel like that's just so popular because of Flaming Hot Cheetos. Yeah, I think hot, generally speaking, is is hot right now. Like everybody's <laughs> just trying to get all kinds of spicy. It's weird, though. I'm not like a huge spicy person. Are you? Uh, you know, it's not good for my throat, but... <laughs> I do enjoy the taste. It's kind of fucked up. Yeah. I go to Thailand every year to train Muay Thai in December. I saw that on your Instagram. Yeah. I feel like you were there for a really long time. I try to go for a minimum of two weeks. I shoot for three. So cool. Yeah. And it's just do like you a, just go by yourself? Just go by myself. It's like a warrior meditation of sorts. So, you know, so like cool. rent a motorcycle, you know. Um, of course, I ride one every day in LA too, but I, I go rent a motorcycle. I meditate in the morning, head off. I train and then eat and then write and work, train, write. Uh, eat and work and then um go back and just keep doing it again and again and again amazing day. have you ever been to bali no but i feel like i need to go you have to go Shit. to bali what's it's, in bali the second you land on the ground i swear to god there's just like this like we were talking about vibes before we started this like there's just this vibe really and you're just like wow like it's <laughs> like it's i can't even describe it to you it's so it's the most amazing place i've ever been for sure wow yeah it's really really cool it's like really popular for expats to go live there too because it's super cheap i guess so cheap like a five-star mastro's dinner is literally like forty dollars for two people yeah beating a lot of steak over there <laughs> i know <laughs> do they have legit steak over there and like the kindest sweetest people in the whole entire world wow yeah bali amazing balling out of control in bali will change your life yeah yeah (laughs) seriously i feel like i came back a different person do they have any muay thai in bali (laughs) i mean i'm sure they do (laughs) gotta be somewhere right do balinese do muay thai i would imagine there's a gym yeah there's gotta be one guy gym there they have to do something like that it has yeah. to be one. That was <laughs> awesome. So sweet potatoes, man, that's, that's such a crazy, um, it, it's very similar in a lot of ways in the, like the food industry is the food industry. Yeah. Um, but going from sort of like, you know, uh, target audience of just, you know, dudes eating broccoli and, you know, yeah. chicken and, uh, actually sweet <laughs> potatoes, ironically, yeah. um, to then going into the, uh, salty snack puff arena. Mm-hmm. Um, do you see any difference there? Like, uh, in terms of, um, like running the business, how you market it? Um, you know, the buyers that you talk to that kind of thing. What do you mean? Like as far as... It's like you're selling, you know, uh, protein cookies and then you got to go to a different area of the store and sell something new. Is it like how similar uh, has that been thus far? I mean, I feel like it's pretty similar. The hard part is obviously there's a different buyer for the puffs and cookies. So it's a little bit more challenging, like just building a new relationship with a new buyer. But... I feel like we honestly have such a good product. Like, I'm not just saying that. Like, we literally have such a good product that I truly believe in. And I feel like when these buyers try it, like, 
were for sure the best tasting puff on the market. Wow. Like, I'm not just saying that because it's mine, but like we really are. And like we're, we get no's, but like I feel like for the most part, like people are like, we want this. Like they get it. It like resonates with people. I mean, it's fucking clear as day is what it is. It says sweet potato puff on the front of the bag, you know, like there's no education involved. And I just feel like it's an easy, like it's an easy sale. It's what people want it, you know? Just like they want sweet potato fries at restaurants. Like right. they want the puffs and it was something that didn't exist. So that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Sweet potatoes are super popular, I feel like. So popular. Yeah. And especially now. Um, and, you know, I think it's there's part part reality and then like part hype or like branding yeah. of the of the tuber. Is it a tuber? A tuber. Is that, is that, is that what What's a, a potato tuber? is? It's like things that a grow. Spud? 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 <laughs> Are those things synonymous? I need somebody to Google shit on this podcast while we're doing it. I've never heard of a tuber. <laughs> <It's> probably, <laughs> that might be like some uh, weird Nebraska colloquialism I just fucking yeah. like, pulled out of an ancient neuron in my brain. I don't know. <laughs> tuber. Um, but like, at least sweet potatoes have the perception of being uh, significantly better for you than yeah, potatoes. Yeah, for sure. Yep, they do. You think that's, it's part reality, I'm sure, um, because of the whole like glycemic index and how your body yeah. uh, absorbs it. And then part of it's probably hype to some extent. Yeah, I should probably look into this glycemic thing a little bit more. Right. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not sure. I, I yeah. know it is, they're both pretty comparable. Like sweet potatoes and regular com- potatoes are pretty comparable. Yeah, it is weird that when you walk into the salty snack aisle, it's you're basically getting one of three things. You're getting corn, potato, or wheat. Yep. Generally speaking. Right? Yep. Potato chips um, made of potatoes. Uh, yep. Shocking. And then um, <laughs> all the tortilla chips primarily are corn, corn. based. Um, then you have your random like wheat crackers and, you know, enriched wheat weirdness. Yep. Yeah. And what then, about bananas? What, ab- yeah, what about the bananas? <laughs> we got some plantains in there now. We got sweet potato puffs. We got plantain chips in there yeah. now. Um, and things are changing in the in that sort of center of the aisle salty snack set. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's it's interesting too because a lot of people listening to this probably don't have the intimate food industry knowledge like you and i have yeah and they don't realize that you know you're talking about buyers in different areas of the store Uh and how much power buyers have and the way that it works is like you gotta take your great idea like you said you're so fucking passionate about the pops and like this is a no-brainer product tastes great is a great product and then you have to take that and then tell one dude or mm-hmm. one chick or one bi- non-binary gender whatever the fuck yeah. and convince that person yeah that they need to take it in if they say and maybe they just don't like sweet potatoes yeah then you're fucked and then you're just fucked yeah which is crazy yeah but it's i feel like so when it's you and me in the room selling to these buyers like i feel like we're so passionate that like i feel like that's like 80 percent of the sale you know, yeah. like when you have 50 year old freaking Joe going in the room selling your sweet potato puffs, they're like, fuck you, Joe, you yeah. know, Joe, uh, <laughs> shave your head. Yeah. You've been bald for 20 years. Joe, you're boring. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> you know? You're boring. Joe, you suck. Leave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's true. There's like a lot. Of, there's a lot of weird shit. Poor Joe out there. But it's like, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to all the Joes. <laughs> I my pants. You know, sometimes it's like you do get these like old school sales guys in there, yeah. and they're just like, and they're just like, well, if you look at the category, do this. Exactly, but it's like when you and I walk in the room, it's like, okay, ears perked up. Like, what are these kids got? You yeah. know, like I feel like people listen, and that's like. It really is 80% of it to me. Like I'm using that 80% number, but I, I I don't know. I just feel like people have to see like that passion and that drive. And they're like, we're going to give this kid a shot. You know? I think so too. Yeah. I think so too. And I, I also think it breeds into pretty much every area of the business. Like it's, it's definitely in the sales meetings. It's in the branding, the way that you market it. Dude, it's, branding's it's the passion everything. for it. Yeah. yeah. Branding's everything. Especially with food, right? Yes, everything to me. And something else I want to touch on too is like, I feel like a lot of the questions that I get is like, 
And this, I didn't realize this until Spudsy. Like, I feel like when I started Spudsy, I'm like, okay, I need to find the sales guy that has 25 years experience and the marketing person that has 15 years experience. But like, it turned out that those people were the shittiest people that came into the company. Mm. Like, I feel like you don't like people who are starting their own business, like particularly in food, because I mean, that's what we know. You don't need those like veteran experts. They're almost like outdated. Yeah, it's like no one's listening to them like you need you don't need to have that experience like you just need to have that passion and drive and like really have a good product a good product that's branded well. Yeah, I I couldn't agree more and I think you know it's it's important to get you know advisors if you've never been in the food industry right to tell you what hey. This is what a broker is. This yeah. is how the buyers are, right? Like some people yeah. don't even know. They're like, so uh, do you just like ship it to the C? Do you ship it to Jeff Bezos when you sell to Amazon? Like they have <laughs> no idea at all, you know? Well, yeah. When I started, I didn't even, I didn't know what a broker was. I didn't know what a distributor was. Same. Like I didn't know any of that stuff. Yeah. You know? Same. And and you are right. Like, and there are outside pressures too, um, especially when you raise capital. It's like, okay, well, we need a dude that's got 30 years of experience. Yeah, it's like he doesn't even fucking know what instagram is yeah exactly and some of them like so, some of them are good but a lot of them yeah are outdated so outdated you're right some of them are really good like my guy right now actually is he's older but he is amazing like, like amazing but he gets like he gets where i'm at right now you know and another thing is is like these people with all this experience are like you're gonna pay me $500,000 a year. Oh, it's yeah. like, dude, no, I'm not. I'm a startup. Like, I'm not going to pay you that much. And then they're like, okay, on to the next. Yeah. It's like, that's another thing that I don't like is like, why? Because people think, even I thought, I'm like, oh my God, I need to go find one of these guys and spend all this money. But you don't need to. You don't oftentimes. And the only thing that you're getting if you hire somebody with a shitload of experience, at least in the sales side of things, like you're getting their Rolodex. Yeah, pretty much. They're yeah. existing, they're pre-existing relationships that yeah. is both good and bad, right? Because like they, totally. may, they may have really good relationships at Albertsons or whatever, and then they go to Sprouts and like the guy fucking hates them. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But these buyers change a lot too. True. So it's like your Rolodex is old, dude. Yeah, right? Bye. (laughs) See you later, (laughs) Joe. Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is true. You know, it's like, there's um there's outside pressures where it's like oh you need these people to show you the ropes and then, yeah if you don't know how to swim how are you gonna not drown it's like well just start moving your arms and legs and you'll fucking figure it out yeah you know yeah that's something that I learned about myself though in this like I'm like at first I was like fuck I can't do this alone like and then I look back and it's like every single retailer that we've gotten in right now because Spudsy's probably in. This week alone, we got in 400 new doors. So we're we're probably in like a, a little over a thousand now. Every single retailer we got in, I was in that meeting and I got us in that door. So it's like, but when I first started this, like I didn't have that belief in myself, I guess. You kind of just like, because I didn't do that in Buff Bake. I didn't do the sales in Buff Bake, but I always knew I could, you know, but And I just never, I was more into the marketing and the branding and the social media. Like that's what I did in Buff Bake. And so the sales part was new to me, but I knew I could do it. Like, here's what it comes down to. We're all fucking humans, you know? So I hate when someone like walks in a room and they're like, like, I'll I'll wear this into a meeting. You know, I'm never dressed like anyone but myself because I feel like we're all humans. And when you go in there and you like fake it, People see right through that. Or when you go in there and kiss somebody's ass, it's like they see right through that. It's so fucking old school, that whole like brown nose and ass kissing, you know, it's just like, yeah, or like when someone changes their voice when they're talking to you. Oh, hello, sir. I just uh, (laughs) came to bring you this brand new product because I, uh, yeah, it's like, yeah, fucking who is that guy? Yeah. It's like, get by. Yeah. It's, it's just like. I don't know. I just feel like you have to be like real authentic and you. Yeah. You know, and that's why I think that um, a lot of people when they go on on the show, they're like, "Uh, can I cuss and stuff? It's like, just honestly say and do what 
whatever you want to do because yeah. I do think it's super important. I do think also that the market is ready for that finally. Yeah. You know, with the democratization of the internet and social media, it's such that like you do actually get to see who people really are and yeah. how they actually think. Totally. You have all this other stuff like who are we fooling these yeah. days? No one. Yeah, nobody. No one. <laughs> you look like an idiot doing it. Yeah, that's true. You know? It's true. Yeah, and it's I think, crazy. I think there is like a small subsection of society that still kind of gets off on the like, you know, uh, wear a collared shirt oh, for all sure. the time. Yeah. And, the, and they're like, for sure. they're like fooling each other, but they're, yeah. they're like both in on the joke yeah. almost. Yes. <laughs> you ever feel like I know that? exactly what you're talking <laughs> yeah. about, but those people are not my people. No. And they don't like me. So, same. Yeah. yeah, same. So I stay away from them. Yeah. Like I walk in, half my head is shaved, and have a beard, and they're just looking at me, you know, t-shirt. Yeah, you're like, like, fuck, I'm not getting in this store. Who the fuck is that guy, and why did you let him inside? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, but it is important to just be yourself and even talking to you, like, uh, it's just like authentically you, which is refreshing yeah. for people, I think. Yeah, ditto. Yeah, and you know, it's one of those things where um, oftentimes, and it's somewhat similar with the people that have a lot of experience, like that pressure. Right? Mm-hmm. Like there's there's this existing structure and you have to abide by the rules and if you don't do it by the rules you won't be successful and but that's just like such bullshit you know yeah i think really people is. of our generation are kind of proving that out finally oh totally yeah our generation's like insane to me it's like it's sad to me though too like it's so it's like so sad to me like the whole social media thing i mean i'm so guilty of it like I feed into it but I just feel like it's I wish I lived like 20 years ago you know like I wish it wasn't there but I'm like still in it because it is there but I just feel like it's so sick yeah yeah it is and it depends on what platform you're on too right yeah. like you go on a Twitter it's just a dumpster fire yeah it's bad I mean Twitter's like if you want to just get bummed out just get on Twitter <laughs> Yeah, if you just want to be sad all day, just do that. Yeah, and if you want to be super self-conscious, log on to in- Instagram. Oh, yeah, and also you just know? get, like, refed all the shit you look at. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's like, oh, no. It's crazy, though. Yeah. But it's sad because I feel like the generation below us, what is it, Gen X? Yeah. I feel yeah. like they're the ones that are going to be really fucked up. Oh, yeah. Because just, like, all of the sc- the access that they have to, like, the internet yeah it's just it's crazy to me it's like they missed the party or like they heard about the party but they showed up and there was nothing but like bottles and people sleeping inside the house (laughs) (laughs) like fuck man no (laughs) no joke i was in a restaurant though the other day and there was 50 people around me and every single one of them was looking at their phone oh yeah it's so crazy to me it's fascinating i've been consciously trying to not allow myself to do that yeah 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 i i do the same thing but i'm really bad at it yeah especially (laughs) (laughs) like if i'm with friends or something i'm like i'm like okay i'm gonna take this device yeah i'm just gonna just and then okay silent yeah i gotta get it okay and then it's just over there yeah i'm like okay but then you think about it when it's over there sure do what what if they're texting me yeah (laughs) you know it's like fomo (laughs) yeah what if there's a fire i gotta put out in my inbox (laughs) i know for me it's my emails like that's always like the first place i go is my emails before even my text messages same yeah i'm a notoriously bad text messenger yeah yeah i'm actually a pretty good text messenger and i fucking hate bad text messages (laughs) it's like why aren't you responding to me right now (laughs) you know oh no that's how i feel and and that's a totally normal thing to feel too i just i don't have any i turn all the notifications off for almost everything on my phone and then i yeah and so that way like it's not intrusive i would die i could never do that yeah it's just in the back of your head so the when you have a little red bubble notification like whether it's on facebook or venmo or like any red on my phone i die like immediately have to go (laughs) change it back to normal like i'm psycho about that i can't do that you've been game theoried yeah yeah for sure so if you (laughs) i wonder if there's like i wonder if there's a physical goods equivalent to that that we could uh concoct somehow like what, what do you is, mean? Like what is the red notification button that you just have to click in like, like the real world? Like what does it internally world? mean in me? No, like like what like what kind of product could we create with that same like concept? Like where it just makes hmm. people like oh, I gotta 
Fucking yeah. Touch that thing. <laughs> We'd be billionaires. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> let's sit let's sit here for five hours and think of it. <laughs> yeah, it's <crazy. laughs> yeah, true. It's 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 interesting too in the food space, you know, it's it's such a different business than uh, you know, tech mm-hmm. and, and, and everything else. And <clears throat> a lot of it's like handshake. Yeah. A lot of it's weird handshake stuff. It's still and have you ever worked with any uh DSDs or direct store distributors anything like that not yet no yes yeah, i mean we've sold direct to stores but not through dsd yeah yeah dsd is like a whole other weird thing yeah like you, you start working with dsd partners and you know shout out to the dsd's respect <laughs> however <laughs> you know you guys know this is true that's basically you write on the truck with beverage right yeah you could be beverage some of them are just snack distributors uh with dry goods but dude it's like you'd think you're in 1920 yeah the way they operate their businesses well i feel like some distributors in general are like that right guaranteed yeah it's like hard to it's like i need to change an address can this not take two months to do (laughs) like my pickup address please just change it on the next po (laughs) like i don't want to wait 90 days yeah it's true it's so crazy (laughs) i'm going through that right now no shit it's hell yeah pickup addresses things things seem so simple yeah are just not that simple in old school systems that were built like a hundred years ago or whatever. Yeah. But they need to get with it. Yeah, they do. And someone's <laughs> going to come. I have a bad feeling. Um, you know, when, when Amazon acquired whole foods, uh-huh. I was watching the UNFI stock. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, woo, because I would imagine that Amazon's going to get into that game. Yeah, for sure. Right. I mean, and they're probably going to be the best at it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Real time, just in time inventory controls, like crazy totally. tech. Oh, you need to change your address? Cool. One second. Press done. submit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It seems so simple, right? It does. And you know, one creepy thing about the distributors, which uh, for anyone listening, the way that it works is you have a product and then you sell it to a distributor who then sells it to, to Whole retailer. Foods or whoever. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, um, and what they end up doing, and they chronically do this, and I'm sure it's on accident. <laughs> Definitely not on accident. These guys, they'll, they'll like send you bills for other people's shit. You got any oh, of those? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have a full-time person just to refute bullshit bills and deductions that they have. Oh, I don't even want to get into the deductions. I'm going <laughs> through a deduction right now, and lit- it takes 90 days to resolve. Yeah. It's like by the time you're 10 days in, you're over it. And it's just like, keep my fucking money. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They're stealing your money, basically. It, for sure stealing. For sure stealing your money. Absolute criminals. And it is- <laughs> Watch us be kicked out of distribution. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're going to be kicked out of all of our distributors by look, Monday. Right. Like, look, we could not operate our businesses without distributors. I love you all. Yes. It's, we, it's true, though. But you whoever's cannot- running your fucking accounting department, okay? <laughs> fucking lock that shit up, man. Yeah, it's like we're young startups and like trying to do the shit. And what a deduction is, it's like, you know, you get $100,000 dollar uh payment let's say yep. and then they just withhold whatever they want yep. eighty thousand of want. it yep and then that 90 day period is the time you have to wait to get that eighty thousand yep. meanwhile you already spent your money on making the product you know packaging yep. the product and you're expecting a big check to come because you just sent them a bench of product and yep. then there's a ten thousand dollars deducted from a check for no reason <laughs> like <laughs> yeah it's crazy dude i've gotten i've gotten these deductions from literally from from businesses that are not mine it's insane <laughs> I'll be right it's insane I'm like I'm like wait a second why do we have like a two three hundred thousand deduction that actually hasn't happened to it's me like, yet. oh it's from cliff bar but it's not even close to our do we even have a similar name like, yeah yeah it's insane yeah insane i would not want to be in that business no hell no no we're in the fun side we for sure the fun side yeah well i feel like you and i too we do basically the same thing with it like we're we're passionate about the same things within our businesses like the branding the creating like the visionaries absolutely right yeah like that's the fun part to me and i i never thought that i would like the selling part of things but i actually really i really like that too yeah so it's i don't know I don't know what I like, I, but I, I love anything creative. Same. I love it all when I'm doing it. I, I you know, <laughs> when someone else is doing it and I have to worry about what they're doing, then I don't love it. No, 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 no. Yeah, right? You but then the you can't control. do it all either. That's True. why you have to hire like, like your team really is everything. Like you hear people say that, but 
your team's everything. Like you need to build people around you who this is my biggest fucking learning lesson from Buff Bake. You need to build people around you who believe in you and are on the same level as you and get you and are just like on your side, you know? Abs of fucking Luli. I feel like that's really what may what will make your brand successful like if you are all on the same you can't be divided in one office you know you can't be on different teams like you all have to be on the same team or it won't work and that's like that that was a really really big learning lesson for me yeah it's been one for me too Yeah, yeah and i feel like you're not i'm for sure not everyone's cup of tea like i know that but like i know that that whoever doesn't is Whoever's cup of tea I'm not like can just go away yeah, and I'm going to see a, you later. Yeah. And like, I'll find those people, you know, I agree. Yeah. That's what I talk about. You know, when people are like, Oh, what, like, aren't you supposed to kind of like care what people think about you and stuff like that? I'm like, uh, no, actually. Yeah. And the reason that I don't have to give a fuck is because I know who I am. Totally. I, I know that I have people's best interests in mind. I know I'm not a bad guy. I know that I'm here to help and be kind and empathetic yeah. and all those things. And if someone doesn't vibe with that, then fuck them. Yeah. Totally. You know, it's like once you're self-aware and, and, and confident in, in the way that you, you know, you operate and you have nothing to hide, then like yeah. someone doesn't vibe with you. Yeah. I'll see you later. Yeah, totally. And I don't know if it's like, I feel like we're like literally the same kind of here. Yeah, we're similar. (laughs) Like, I don't know if it's like the like aggressiveness or assertiveness or just like we're so certain that we know what we want that it fucking bugs other people. Oh, yeah, it does. You know? Yeah, it kind of turns some people off, which is. Yeah, that's the best word. I'll turn them off. You know why? It's because they see you as a threat. I mean, I I don't know. Ash is a threat. (laughs) Must eliminate the threat. For, I, I think you could be right, actually. Yeah, no, I, I, seriously, like when, when you have people that are not sort of comfortable with who they are yeah. and they're insecure for any variety of reasons on yep. any variety of characteristics within their personality, that's what that manifests itself into is hate for someone who is confident and self-aware and, and yeah. they do want to do cool shit and they're aggressive and passionate about it because totally. they fucking like doing it and some people are like crabs in a bucket and they just see you crawling out of the fucking bucket and then they're just pulling you back <laughs> down in and they will never let you leave totally yeah it's true yeah i think i think people when they feel threatened that's when the hate comes yeah i agree totally agree cup of tea yeah i don't think you know the the, the <laughs> what cup of tea you are thing is an interesting thing isn't it so i fucking hate tea actually <laughs> i don't drink tea either <laughs> i like coffee I, how many cups of coffee do you drink a day um i don't drink a lot but i have one i probably have one and a half um but i drink it really strong yeah. and i don't drink coffee i drink espresso yeah is that bougie no, I drink espresso <laughs> all the time. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I like. Uh, I, I don't like coffee. I like cold brew. I don't like coffee, and I like espresso. They could all be the same thing. I don't know, but that's what I like. <laughs> Definitely the same bean. Yeah, <laughs> but they They're do taste the different. Same. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like coffee to me is like watery. It's like watery and just like. I don't know. It's like bitch ass espresso. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I like. So, I want it strong. It's like bitch ass coffee. Is what that is. It's true. That needs to be a brand name. <clears throat> bitch ass espresso. Bitch ass espresso. <laughs> I drink espresso too. One and a half is not bad. Yeah, like one and a half. But like my espresso has like three to four shots. My first one, and then I may have like a tall, like one shot. I, okay, so I used to love Starbucks. I hate Starbucks now, but I still drink Starbucks. But I like the more like <laughs> there's I like the more like niche coffee shops. I just don't know if they're it's because they're cuter or because their coffee's better. Mm, it's hard to tell, isn't it? Does that make sense though? Totally. It's like is it is it the product or is it the placebo effect because yeah. of the marketing? Yeah, exactly. It's like always the mm, I don't know. <laughs> but that's a thing. Placebo marketing effect. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. it even works for like medications. It's like yeah. a legit placebo effect. Yep. Yeah. And a lot of marketing is that. Yeah, I, I agree. Totally agree. Like, I feel like the marketing that's not that is like the anomaly. Like there's like the anomaly brands, you right. know, like Siete, I feel like is a, an anomaly brand. Yeah. Uh, Quest Nutrition, I feel like is an, 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 uh, an anomaly. Yeah, <laughs> that's a tongue brand. twister. 
But like those brands that just fucking launch three years later, they're like at that hundred million mark, you know, like that's an anomaly that doesn't happen now. No, but it does. But like to the point, point, point one percent, you know? Yeah. And a lot of it's like market timing too, right? Like, and that's the thing. It's you, you may have the best type of product of the, whatever the fuck it is that you Mm -hmm. created. But that doesn't guarantee you're just going to rocket ship up to 20, 80, 60, 100 million, whatever it is. Yeah. It just doesn't work that way. Nope. And, you know, it's like if you time the market correctly and maybe you're first to market or maybe you're second to market or whatever. Yeah. Like that oftentimes is the unlock that that is invisible. See, I think being first to market is like one of the, the keys. Yeah. Like I feel like you need to be first to market. You have you have to taste good. Like it, it has <laughs> to be a good tasting product that people are going to buy again. It's one of my favorite subjects, by the way. <laughs> Do you want to talk about it? Fuck yeah. <laughs> Let's go. But yeah. What are your thoughts on tasting? How important it is? I mean, it's everything, right? Like yeah, absolutely. it's everything. Like velocities are everything when it comes to food. You have to buy it again. Yeah. Or it just won't work. Like yeah. that's truly what I believe. And that's what I learned from my last company you know like it has to taste good people have to buy it again the branding has to be on point you have to come to the market at the right time be the right niche like there's a lot of things that have to align but taste is for sure up there oh yeah. one or two it's one of those weird things too where like the the natural organic food space for so long <clears throat> was just dominated by these weird granola ass shit tasting cardboard fucking excuse for food yeah. and and now we're out of that but it still amazes me that some companies you know they, they, they may have like a really good mission or a good story or a something yeah. and then you get all excited and you see this every year at expo west and then you're like oh dude yeah this fucking thing i heard about and then you go over there and you taste it and you're like barf yeah you're like this is not gonna work dude like you might as well pack up your booth now and go home literally yeah, yeah quite literally <laughs> pack it up yeah. it'll be better for you totally but like you see like so many companies that are there this year and then you never see them again you know yeah but that's that's why i feel like branding or, or taste or they run out of money yeah. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of things yeah. that go wrong. It's <laughs> fucking hard. <laughs> it's fucking hard. That's the thing too. It's like it seems so glamorous. And yeah, you know, I bet you people ask you all the time, like, "How do you do it? How do you yeah, do it? What's the key to success, man?" Yeah, you know but what it, it is. Yeah. There isn't one. <laughs> totally, there isn't. There's not one. Be persistent. Work your fucking ass off. Don't change your tune. You know, like. And keep pushing. Yeah, that's one of the things. It's like... Keep eating shit. Keep eating plates. (laughs) Go to the shit buffet. All right? And pile your plate up with a big pile (laughs) of shit. Go to Coachella. Find all the outhouses. Now, what I'm going to need you to do, open all the doors. (laughs) Seriously, though. It is true. It's not not easy. It's not easy. It's not easy at all. And I think that um, a lot of people think it's easier than it is. Totally. Um, you know, because oftentimes but it's back you just to our generation success. too. Yeah. It's them who yeah. think it's easy. And because they're comparing their so, themselves to people on Instagram. Totally. They see what people are posting on social media and they're like, oh my God, Lamborghini. He has $50 million in his bank yeah. account. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's Don't like ch- living in his parents' basement. <laughs> Don't check this fucking guy out, man. He's got a Bugatti in his goddamn crib. What the fuck? <laughs> Meanwhile, he just like went on a test drive, parked in, his, in some random <laughs> stranger shit. Or he just like went to a nice neighborhood and then just stood next to the car and it's like hurry, hurry take a photo totally take a photo. and that's what a lot of those guys do yeah oh yeah. totally it's crazy though because it is the other way around too like there are the people who like are literally spending their paycheck to pay their fucking lamborghini mm-hmm. lease and living in their parents bedroom but there's also these 20 year olds that are figuring out how to fucking make 50 grand 50 100 however much a month on instagram yeah like from selling stuff on Instagram. It's insane to me. You know what? One of the uh, dark secrets are. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it down the dark path right now. Um, Don't tell me any ideas because I'll steal them. Oh, yeah. No, you can you can steal all these ideas if you want. Uh, I wouldn't recommend it, but you could do it. Okay, uh, like like all, these, all these dudes that you see on, on the gram and, and they're doing all this weird shit, right? Like mm-hmm. you see a lot of these. They pop up on your fucking stories or whatever. It's like 
Hey, I know this is going to sound stupid, but I can make you $50,000. Now, before you skip this ad, I got two secrets that'll fucking whatever, you know, which is like, and it's abject fucking horseshit and what these guys do. And look, you know, I, I'm going to go bad on these guys. I don't wish anybody ill will or whatever, totally. but I think that they're doing harm. And so yeah. therefore, therefore, uh, fuck you. And, <laughs> and and what they end up doing is like, so they've never built a business, right? Um, I'm going to go into this after you do because oh, yeah. I have fucking have a lot of it's fucking real dude so they've never built a business and what do they do they serve you fucking instagram story ads or youtube pre-roll mid-roll whatever the fucks yeah they're like hey let me teach you you take my three hundred dollar course and i'll teach you how to and that's how a lot of these guys are making a ton of cash is by selling you courses about shit they've never done never done and i don't even get what they're fucking selling me like what are you selling me so i just i was on a plane back um two days ago and like on the plane like i'll go deep into instagram you know (laughs) like i'll get deep in there (laughs) and i was going deep the other day and they're like these i was looking at all these girls selling these marketing programs and it's literally like making a fortune you can tell when they're like making money at it or they're not just like from their engagement and like all the other people that are tagging you know what i'm saying like you can kind of tell the ones that are like actually making money and the ones that are not but it's crazy because i was looking into their programs and i truly cannot even tell you what they were selling me wow like they're what what i think it is is like people want to be a part of something and they see like that these people have because all of them will put you in a group like they'll put you in a group and do group like Zoom calls or Skype calls and group chats. Masterminds, yeah. Yeah, and people want to be a part of something and that's like literally what they're buying into. And then you just have somebody with a pretty face who knows how to talk and it's like sold. Ching, 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 right? ching, ching, Yeah, just But it's like, the what the register. fuck did I just buy? You bought uh, feel goodsies. Yeah. For no return on your investment, basically. It's crazy. Yeah, and also long-term disappointment, likely. Yeah, yeah. like it's not going to last forever. Definitely not going to last forever. And but while it does take advantage yeah, of it. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. It's like, you know, and I thought about maybe I should put together <clears throat> a very simple, like, uh, not even a course, but like, you know, a packet of how to start a food something. Dude, right? I'm doing it right now. Yeah. And, you know, I, and I've had all this, these documents together and all this stuff. And, you know, it's it's hard not to be lumped into that fucking crowd totally. of people totally and that's the scary part about it because you yeah. do have a lot of people that you know they're just, just sort of selling their lifestyle with no actual anything yeah. to gain like they're not teaching anybody anything that's useful totally well the part that pisses me off because i actually am trying to do this right now like i want to mm-hmm. put together like a video series of how to's like <clears throat> 10 to 15 minute videos 15 videos like we, we talked about it, like, what's yeah. a distributor? What's distribution? How do I get my product into stores? How do I even know if I have a good product? Have I tested it amongst friends and family? And you know what I'm saying? Like, people don't even know the first steps of how to start this. Yeah. So I'm, put, I'm putting this together because I really do want to help people. And I don't know. I just feel like no one is doing it that way. And the people that are, are doing it and making money, like have never even created their own freaking business. And they're teaching these people like something that they don't even know or have never even experienced. That's true. Or they're making money off of doing like some shady shit. Yeah. It's like, there's, there's this whole, have you ever heard of the, uh, social media marketing company? Like, underbelly of the internet are you aware of this shit no oh you're fucking love this shit so (laughs) there's like there's this whole there's this whole community of people um (laughs) that are generally younger um and they have it's like SMMC, I think is the acronym they always use. Social social media marketing company. Um, and so essentially what they do is it's like, hey, take my free course on how to create one of these things. And then you go and you pitch it to like local businesses or whatever. Like, oh, hey, I can, you know, run your Instagram and like do all this shit and whatever. And like, you know, they make money off of it or whatever. But a lot of those dudes that are making a bunch of money and having the Lambos or the whatever the fucking car they rent for the day for their photo shoot. Yeah. That's the type of course they're teaching. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. And the only one that they've, the only thing they've ever sold is the course telling you how to sell something. Yeah. It's crazy. (laughs) Like, so funny. To me, like, 
like what we're doing, like what we're doing, it's like we're building assets, you know, like we're building something that we can legitimately build and sell. Like that's our goal, right? It's not overnight. Yeah, it's not overnight. It's a lot of shit eating and it's a lot longer process. But I feel like the payoff is way greater. And like these people are making like these immediate returns on something that is only going to last so long, you know? And unfortunately, that's what I feel like a lot of these kids are buying into is like this immediate gratification because a lot of people like don't want to work their freaking asses off for it. Like it's hard. What I've learned is like I'm for sure different. Like you're for sure different to be doing what you're doing. Like we're the one percent of the people who actually want to sit here and eat shit for however many years, work our asses off and actually build something. You know, like the normal human doesn't want to do that. Like they can only be told no so many times before they're like, I give up. Yeah, it's true. You know know what they say? And this is the one thing that like drives me a little bit crazy is they'll they'll say, just work smarter. Yeah. Yeah. Cool story. (laughs) Well, if I am smarter than you and uh, I'm putting in more work, then what? Yeah. the fuck are you gonna do <laughs> you know what i mean it's like yeah like the amount of hours that you input into a thing is an actual physical like variable that you can control yeah like it's it's like you know second hand on a clock yeah like it's an actual thing a quantifiable thing mm-hmm. and the more of it you put into said thing the more you will get out for sure right? and you have to work smart i get all that but that should just go without saying yeah. right like yeah. you shouldn't work dumb who, who mm-hmm. has that advice yeah hey work dumb yeah. It's better for your business. My um thing that I hate is it's not how you it's not what you say it's how you say it. <laughs> when someone says that to me, I just want to be like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> <laughs> it kills me. Yeah. God. Yeah. So look, if you're saying some mean shit to me, yeah, you can use all the intonation you want, bitch. I know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Are we shit talkers? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, we're talking a little bit of shit right now. But that's okay. <laughs> I think it's okay too. <clears throat> no, it's totally fine. Yeah. We're gonna listen back and be like, "Fuck, we're we're talking about shit." <laughs> yeah, welcome to the new Ashley and Nick social media marketing company. You can buy our seven thousand dollar course today for five easy installments. Of we would Ooh. legitimately kill it. Oh yeah, you can con a lot of people into a lot of dumb shit. For sure, we would kill it. There's been snake oil salesmen forever. And this is just the new iteration of that. And, you know, it's like for all the great things that the Internet brings, you also have to be very literate on on the Internet and what it is and certain things, because people can get wrapped up in in various certain ways. Right. I mean, they can get wrapped up in sort of the comparing yourself to somebody else that you follow. Oh, you know, why am I not where they're at or whatever? Um, You can get caught up in the oh, I want to be part of this group to learn marketing stuff from this pretty girl. Yeah, You, you can get looped into a lot of weird shit. And, you know, it's it's the Wild West still, and it has been for a long time. And I, I think that, you know, no one's really teaching people how to just operate on the internet, what mm-hmm. that is, you know, what fake news stories are, like yeah. that whole thing. <clears throat> there has to be some sort of uh, some sort of education system in, in the future that teaches people from, you know, elementary school all the way through college, sort of how to navigate that. I like think. they're really, see, <clears throat> college to me is like, did you go to college? Yeah. Oh, you did? Did yeah, you yeah. like, are, do you have your bachelor's? And oh, yeah. Did you learn? anything in college i learned some stuff so okay so but i mean i may be don't take offense to no, what no, I'm look, to say. no 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 look <laughs> college college enables you to be around people yeah to do i mean i don't know great business shit if that's what you're trying to do yeah college itself isn't gonna fucking teach you how to do any of the shit that or Ash make millions of dollars or me have yeah. done at all they treat they teach you how to be a fucking droid robot for yeah. goldman sachs and yeah. if that's what you want to do uh, go ahead yeah but that's what you're on a for. human body yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah or that yeah right? yeah well i guess yeah if well, i wanted if, like, if i'm getting a brain surgery i should probably i definitely want a guy that went to college for brain surgery <laughs> for sure <laughs> yeah, good point but it's seriously like it's real life experience you know like you seriously have to go through this pro- like so i always say buff bake was my college experience and now i've graduated mm-hmm. college and i'm in the real world and now i know what i'm doing yeah. you know 
because it's you really do have to have like these real life experiences and go through these failures and these no's and these, you know, the, the highs and the lows, I feel like to to learn and to be an entrepreneur, at least like you're not college isn't going to teach you how to be an entrepreneur. No, like you, it, it's not like you need to one. It's either in you or not. That's what I believe. Like you're either born an entrepreneur like or you're not. I love that debate. You know, like, I don't feel like you can like, I mean, you can train someone to be an entrepreneur, but I feel like it's like not normal. Like it's either in you or it's not. You Do you agree? I do. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's really hard to teach somebody like to have the drive that we have because that's what it is. Drive, persistence, passion, like. How can you teach somebody those things? Like they have to either want it or they fucking don't want it. That's right. You know? Yeah, it's true. And you know, it's, it's the same thing for for anything. Like sports is a great example because it's very black and white, right? Like, yeah, you can teach somebody how to punch harder. Yeah. You definitely can. Like in MMA, you can teach somebody how to punch harder or boxing or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> but you're not going to be able to teach like like Conor McGregor is a special athlete. Mm-hmm. He just is. Yeah. And like you can train the fucking hardest you possibly can. You're probably never getting to that level. Yeah. For right. Sure. Like Muhammad Ali. You just not. It's going to be a tough, tough thing. And the same thing goes for entrepreneurship. Yeah. Right? Same thing goes for neuroscience and all the rest of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I think it's, I get, um, you know, people people sort of don't fully realize that, or they get in there and then they're like, oh shit, this is what that shit is. Yeah, <sighs> one no, they're like, bye, I'm yeah. out of here. I don't want to do this. This yeah. is depressing. <laughs> you know? It fucking is depressing it though. Is sometimes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like sometimes it's like, well, it, that's what it is. It's super super highs and super super lows. You know, yeah. It's just, it's balance, which I'm. I'm trying to get better at. I'm bad at the balance. I'm bad at the balance too. Bad at the balance, dude. Real I'm bad. so bad at the balance. Yeah. Like, how do I get good at it? I don't know. I, I don't. I don't want to get good at it though. I don't care to be balanced. Is that weird? I think your balance can change over time. Like right now, I think that, you know, while I'm young, while I have the ability to over index on working my ass off, I should yeah. fucking do that shit. Totally. It's going to be way harder to do that when you're 55, you know? Well, and, what do you want? Yeah. What? No, what do you want? Oh, what do I want? I want what do you cre- want in life? <laughs> um, the number one thing that I want in life is freedom. Okay. Same. Period. But what do you like really fucking want? Freedom. Like when you, what does that mean? That means I have the freedom to do anything I fucking want <laughs> at any given time and nobody's got shit to say about shit. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's a good, that's a good one word to explain it actually. Because it, it covers everything. Like I have the freedom to create any business yeah. that I want, to build any fucking awesome shit I want. I yeah. have the ability to fucking build a motorcycle if I want to. Yeah. Build a, anything I want to do. Or jump on I a plane whenever you it. want and just fly wherever you want to go. That's right. That's the same exact thing that I want. My fucking freedom is yeah. the game. Yeah, it's that's exactly game. what I want. Like I want to live a life that like, uh, that's my life. That like where I can do whatever I want to do whenever like this is something that I have not done to this day and I'm going to do it in my in my life multiple times. Like I want to go to LAX with a suitcase and just say, okay, where am I going today? And (laughs) pick a spot and get on the plane and go. (laughs) That's what I want to do. Just like off the screen. One way ticket. Yep. Sydney, let's go. Australia, we're going. (laughs) And then like just do that for like three months. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Who would not want to do that, I feel like? You know, that's a very like entrepreneurial, entrepreneur trait, you know? Is it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like just the fly by the seat of your ass type shit, literally in that case, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm super, like I live for that Same. Like I need that in my life. Like I can't just, I... I can't feel like in a cage. I, I guess we were talking about going into the office like and I got looked down on this, too, in my last company because I didn't want to be in that office every single day. You know, like mm-hmm. that's something that I got judged for. But it's like I'm not motivated in these fucking four white walls, dude. Like I need to get out there. Like yeah. I'm better off out there working than I am sitting in this office. Oftentimes that's true. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's true like, for me, too. I, I get that I get more done I feel like yeah 
It's true. I mean, you know, and, and different people have sort of varying abilities to like work from home or from the office or, yeah. you know, they have different motivations. But, you know, for you and I, and, and we're starting the goddamn businesses, yeah. for me at least, like, I need more <laughs> freedom to be long-term happy. Yeah, like, for sure. And when I say freedom, I think you also have happiness right like like yeah th- that's what makes me happy is having the freedom to do whatever i want and whether that's um you know I-, I think it's somewhat useful to have an office right yeah. um but it's also very useful to be optional about for, going in. it for sure is useful to have an office and i think i do think like at the beginning you kind of have to and then you build the team and then well at least for you and i then we can step away a little bit yeah But it's like you have there are people who do have to be in the office every single day for what we do. But it's not going to be me. No. (laughs) Yeah, me neither. You guys figure it out. I started the shit. That's why I. uh, (laughs) That's all gone. We we started it. Like, that's the card that I pull. Like, you figure it out. I I got us this far. Like, help me. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. It's true. It really is. It's like, I didn't get a. I was like, bitch, I didn't get a motherfucking paycheck for like a long time starting this shit. I don't even want to talk about it. First day you started, you started getting salary, man. Yeah. (laughs) Figure it out. Yeah, how long would you go, did you go without taking a paycheck? Well, for me, um, I started both of my venture back businesses in college still. So, you know, back to the college thing, I was uh, yeah, going to college, but like yeah. also starting my uh, several different businesses in there. So, you know, I'm sitting in class and just, you know, designing websites, packaging, whatever it is, doing the thing. Yeah. Um, and so that's the way that, <clears throat> that I did college. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so so for me, that's the way that it started. Yeah. Um, so I didn't get paid for a long time. I mean, with Barnana we worked on it as sort of like a side hustle for i want to say a year and a half or two or more that's a lot um, long it was for me too yeah before we actually launched and you know during that time i was also running my other startup yeah. uh, tech company and the fortunate thing about that is that we sort of had a client services business yeah um, and then we would take all the retained earnings and then put that into our technology platform yeah. um thus to not have to raise money and all of that so it was more more cash flow uh positive than than sort of um you know a products business it's it's very capitally intensive yeah yeah i didn't i i was the same i didn't take a paycheck for the first like two years oh yeah that goes back to like sorry how glamorous like people think it looks and meanwhile you're like i'm eating cup of noodles for dinner (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's true what's your background like your parents like what did your parents do were they entrepreneurs no no so um so i grew up uh relatively poor in uh sort of like you know rural rural area mm-hmm. um you know we we relied on government assistance uh growing up mm-hmm. um so my dad was disabled he couldn't work and so <clears throat> his paycheck was on 600 bucks a month or something like that wow and, um and my mom was a nurse and so for me it was tough yeah you know I, I always had from the ages of 13 until present really uh i always had a job there was no lapse in having a job and having a side hustle and doing all that shit because i just knew that there was no fucking way i was gonna allow myself my future self to live this way like there was just not an option in my head right so it was like boom get out of nebraska move to california get any job that i could fucking possibly get Mm -hmm. right start doing that shit you know i was selling computers at best buy I was making Subway sandwiches at fucking Subway. Shout out to Subway. I worked at Subway before, too. Shout out to Subway. The meat in a bag. (laughs) Ah, yeah. Gross. So nasty. The slimy meat in the bag. (laughs) And you just smell, you know, people are like, oh, yeah, every time I'm going to Subway, like that bread smell. And I'm like, that's what I smell like every day of my life. When you leave there, like your hair or beard reeks of it. So bad. It's like walking out of a casino smelling like smoke. It's it's exactly like that. fucking hell. terrible (laughs) it's really miserable no that's like that's really that's really cool though so you didn't really get it from anybody it's just what you knew you you wanted a different life yeah you know i i sort of had an artistic upbringing so i would uh, paint a lot i would sell paintings at galleries and Mm -hmm. shows and stuff like that um and then the realization that i came to was oh wow my uh hourly payment for my paintings is so low because you pour your heart and soul (laughs) into painting and then like it's so hard to sell you're just like some fucking teenage yeah. kids selling painting like who the fuck wants to buy a painting from you yeah um and so then i figure out that like logos and packaging and branding or the creative outlets that were rewarded by the market yeah <clears throat> and so that's sort of the uh the genesis of, of how that all started really cool yeah so mine's like literally the polar opposite yeah 
my dad um my dad was like raised dirt poor lived in new york dirt poor like his dad left him when he was like 10 years old one of five brothers um moved to vegas when he was 25 and like literally built built an empire like self-made millionaire so i grew up as like a rich kid yeah and i but my dad never never spoiled me or gave me handouts he's always like figure it out you need to work for it like if you want to live this life like you figure it out you know i mean he he did he would help me but it's like he always instilled that in me and i guess my point of view is like i didn't want my lifestyle to change like and i knew like growing up and seeing what he did and what we had it's like that's what i wanted so and i never like wanted his help you know it's like i'm gonna do this on my own like i i kind of feel like i have something to like prove to him like see i told you like for sure you know well it's good that you have that that mentality because i think you know the opposite end of that is where you know maybe the father or the mother don't have that purview with their kids and they're like yeah oh, i'm just gonna give them whatever they want you know timmy, oh, i've seen it timmy you want to see class like okay you know yeah um, i've seen it yeah and then what ends up happening is those kids uh they don't feel like they have anything to prove yeah or and they're total degenerate losers yeah Yeah. oftentimes yeah more more times they're degenerate losers than not yeah it's crazy it is yeah it's probably true with like all people now really think about it (laughs) 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 like think about about, like the people i used to live uh, next to in southeast san diego i'm like yeah, most of them are still losers, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's super interesting to hear, actually, because, you know, I do think that, um, you know, you sort of see, it's so interesting, like, it's like the diametrically, like, opposite upbringings, right? Totally. Here. It's super fascinating to me. Yeah. And the the perspective of saying, you know, you see what your your dad has yeah. and, like, what he created and the respect that you have for for sort of what he had, he had built. Yeah. And, and saying, like, man, I don't want my success to be anything but that or better right like it yeah and that's that's got to be something crazy to live up to too right it's like it's really hard yeah yeah it's hard for me sometimes it it is something that i struggle with but i've gotten better like i i would say i'm pretty hard on myself are you oh dude yeah ruthless yeah like i'm but i've always been that way like body image hard on myself work ethic hard on myself like i just like i have such high expectations for myself that it's like i'm my own worst enemy you know it's 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 hard but it is something that i've definitely like i'm conscious about now and i work on yeah that's important too that's a self-awareness thing yeah you know it's like you have to you have to somewhat let yourself get a pass on certain things but also keep yourself ruthlessly fucking accountable for the things that that you're sort of getting off the path about Yeah. yeah yeah Yeah, that's, that's one of those things. The self-awareness thing, I think, is, and, you know, you hear some people talk about it, but it really is understanding those kinds of things. It's understanding your strengths, your weaknesses, your vices, yeah. your perceptions and perspectives on life and being like, huh, is that the best me? Yeah. How do I make that, how do, how do I make that happen? Yeah, because I do, like, I, I am self-aware and it's like, I do want to be the best me. So, like, if someone tells me that I'm not, like, that I that there's something about me that should change, like, I'm super open to that because yeah. I want to be the best version of myself, you know? Absolutely, yeah. And I'm, like, aware of that. So, it pisses me off <laughs> sometimes <laughs> when people don't fucking see that, you yeah, know? Yeah, absolutely. It's like, dude, I'm over here working my ass off. Like, if there's something wrong with me, like, you let me know and I'll work on it. Yeah. But don't, you have to tell me. You know, you have to communicate with me what's wrong with me or what you're not happy with so I could change it. And it also better be real. Yeah. Not just like some weird jealousy. Yeah, it better not be your fucking issue. Exactly. (laughs) If it's your issue, don't talk to me about it. You deal with that. That's true. Right? It's hard to deal with feedback sometimes, right? Whether it's, it is, you know, it's buyer feedback in a meeting or it's creative feedback on a package or it's personality feedback on the whatever. And you're like, all right, who the fuck's delivering the message? Do I, tr- do I respect their opinion? Well, it's, like, oh. it's like every single message is different too. Oh yeah. So it's like you have, you have to stop listening to people. Yeah. Like in the beginning, they're like, Oh, this is too big. Like on your packaging. Yee. And you're, you know, like in the beginning when you would first get feedback and you're like, that, they're like, that's too big. And you're like, Oh, I'll fix that. And now I'm just like, I'm not changing it. Yeah. You know, like this is what it is. Like I believe in this, like I'm not changing it. I've had to go the other way because my natural inkling my whole life is like, 
fuck off. Yeah. That's <laughs> not making shit bigger. Get yeah. the fuck out of my face. Yeah. <laughs> no. Your idea is fucking terrible. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what you think. This is the shit that I know. <laughs> so now I'm right. You're wrong. <laughs> I've been trying to be like, okay, yeah. And then, you know, I just, I don't say it's a good idea or a bad idea. And I just listen. And Smile like, and nod mm, your head. Okay. And then they forget they even said it. Yep. And then I'll think about it over the course of a few days or weeks or something. Or seconds. Yeah. Or seconds. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's a fucking dumb idea. Yeah. We'll be like, right. Interesting. <laughs> Such a good idea. Yeah. I'll think of that. Maybe you should try that and then bring it to me to review. (laughs) (laughs) That's one of the... I know. That's one of the all-time best ways to get around stuff like that. Like, that's a great idea. Maybe you should try that and then show me what it looks like next week. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 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 Oh, wait. It never came. Yeah. (laughs) Why'd that happen? Insane. Yeah. What do you think um, sort of the keys to success with with Spudsy is now and what will be in the future for the brand? Do you see this being sort of a platform to launch uh, new sweet potato-based products? Is it all Spuds? Is it, you know, where do you... Where do you see this idea really going? Yeah, I want Spudsy to be the sweet potato brand because one doesn't exist. And so I want to have puffs and we have a sweet potato pasta formulated too. So it'll sit on the shelf next to Bonza to your shelf life. Um, Kind of what Kala Power is doing. I think what they're doing is really cool. Like pizza crust, sweet potato pizza crust, tortillas, like... I do want to try to um, expand in the snacking section just because like that is the biggest opportunity I feel like is that snacking aisle. Yeah. But I do want to be like the sweet potato brand. I feel like we have like the name and the branding and it's like we're, we're talking about timing. Like I just feel like we're there, you know? And so I really do feel like Spudsies, like my hundred million dollar idea yeah yeah i I think the platform is a great idea yeah Um, i I really do and i do think that you see uh different you know mediums formats uh substrates that just previously weren't used and the great thing about sweet potatoes is everybody already eats them yep and there's like no education involved like when all the, the the chickpeas started it's like personally i never even heard of a chickpea like i did but i was like what is it is yeah, it a bean is it a pe- like what is it is you it know pea? yeah is it hard is it soft yeah. like, <laughs> so what is that shit yeah. Yeah. does it come in a can like what what does is it, it? Come in a can? you know <laughs> Does it come in a can? Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like it does. Yeah. To be honest. Right? Yeah. Like I just didn't I didn't get it. And cauliflower, it's like I don't want to eat cauliflower. It stinks. And it's like <laughs> I don't want to eat it. That's why I just I honestly was shocked. Like that's why I became so obsessed with this because I feel like I feel like it there's a white space and no one's done it and someone needs to do it and I'm gonna do it and I just feel so so passionate and confident about it and and from what i've seen so far it's working yeah and so i'm stoked yeah your your sort of frenetic energy and and passion for the the brand and the product is um somewhat contagious thank you yeah that's really awesome thank you um so i guess this point you can tell people where to buy it yeah so we just got into wegmans about five minutes ago yes (laughs) we'll be in there in the next eight weeks um heb central market (laughs) uh, we're launching into safeways um and amazon awesome amazon Amazon. yeah and and more to come yeah spudzy.com and your instagram handle Instagram handle Spudsy Foods. Spudsy Foods. Yeah. Follow my Instagram. Um, awesome product. Awesome company. Awesome founder. All the rest of it. Um, thanks so much for being on. It was awesome. Yes, thank you. Woo! Thank you, everybody, for listening, and thank you to Barnana. You can head over to B-A-R-N-A-N-A.com and use code N-I-K to get 20% off of your very first order. And until next time, I'm out.